Welcome to Set Up for Lifetime Value, a podcast series from Underwater Pistol, where we discuss e-commerce trends, answer your questions, and deliver some really useful advice on how to stay ahead of the curve in the online retail industry. Follow along to get set for life with the best e-commerce tech stack. Hi, Liliana. How are you? Hi, I'm really good. Thanks, Dolly. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for coming back to another episode of Set Up for Lifetime Value. Today, we're talking all about CRO testing. Now, this isn't the first time you've joined us, but if people are tuning in now for the first time, do you want to just tell us a bit about what you do to do with CRO at Underwater Pistol? Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me again. Like, I must be doing something right. So this is great. Um, So at UWP, I look after CRO and UX, which means that my role is essentially analysing data, user behaviour and websites themselves in order to discover opportunities to increase revenue. Because who doesn't love more money? I love money. Right. No one's going to disagree with that. <laughs> well, so I'm guessing CRO testing then is a big part of what you do day to day, perhaps? Yeah, 100%. It's like literally the main thing, I would say. <laughs> well, it's a good job we've got you on today because you're going to tell us all about it and you'll know a lot more than me. So <laughs> we're starting off with a nice, simple question. What is a CRO test and why do we need to do them? So a CRO test is a way to identify the most logical course of action to increase your conversion rate. So it's often called A-B testing or split testing, and it involves comparing two separate versions of the same web page in order to see which one increases your conversion rate the most. This is an incredibly integral part of what a CRO does. So we conduct tests to avoid tunnel vision testing, which is essentially testing something arbitrarily and not really doing any follow up or analyzing the results. You kind of just like shrug your shoulders and move on. Um, I'm literally so obsessed with split testing. My team in my previous company would ask me questions such as, you know, would you suggest X or Y for this web page? And of course, when I replied like saying split test, um, the answer would be everyone take a shot. She said it again. Obviously, there were no shots, I hasten to add. (laughs) It was like working hours. I would be extremely wary of any CRO that suggests that you make changes to your site without testing or making changes that isn't backed up by some hard data. So it's basically like if you went to the doctor and they just kind of looked you up and down and diagnosed you there and then without conducting any tests. I just wouldn't trust it personally. Um, Additionally, imagine if you made a change to your site based on a random opinion and it tanked the revenue. That would be awful. So essentially, yes, long answer is that's why we test. (laughs) Okay, fab, thanks. I have to say as well, obviously, I haven't even known you that long, but I'm a little bit all about testing now. Like when we're talking about what should we do for this new thing we're writing, I'm like, why don't we try both? Why not? It's just kind of like, it makes, it seems obvious once you've started doing it, but it's not necessarily obvious when you just start out if you don't know about testing. Of course not. 100%, 100%, but I'm really, oh, I'm glad you're into testing now. I know, I do. It's great fun. Um, okay, right, so we know what it is, but how do you conduct an accurate CRO test? So the best way to conduct an accurate CRO test is to first document everything. Um, this might seem excessive, but bear with me. Um, so you need to get an accurate read on the performance of your site. So are your users mainly accessing the site from desktop, mobile, or tablet? What pages are they exiting from? Um, Obviously, you need to look for things like, are there any patterns in revenue drop? Is seasonality a factor, et cetera? You also need to make sure that your data channels are set up correctly. Um, Otherwise, you may propose changes that will be detrimental to the site. After that, you need to scope for opportunities and hypothesize the outcome. There's no point in saying, I want to change this because it's ugly. Like, yeah, 
cool, you might think that it's ugly, but that doesn't mean that your ideal customer does. You need to get into their mindset by using available data and document why you want to make these changes. So it could be something like UX friction or maybe exit rates, or could it increase conversions or build trust? So whatever it is, you need to document it so that you can go back to it later and have a record of the proposed change and what you think it would lead to. Well, you need to remember it's not about you, it's about your potential customers. That is a, that's like a great quote there. We'll definitely be pulling that out because that oh, is yeah. very true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you've just mentioned like lots of different stages there to doing the tests. First, like getting, getting your lay of the land, finding out exactly what's going on and then actually making the tests. To do that, of course, there's lots of different tools to help because I don't even know how you'd begin to do that without any tools in place. <laughs> and I'm sure you know all about the ins and outs. So could you tell us a little bit about the tools that you recommend for like carrying out these tests? Yeah, of course. So there are a range of tools that you can use to get started. Uh, Google Optimize is a free tool um, where you can conduct split testing. But obviously, as a free tool, it can be quite limiting. So Heap Analytics is a data gathering tool that captures a lot of qualitative data, such as clicks, form submissions, transactions, etc. It also helps identify top converting behaviors and marketing channels, as well as including useful tools such as journey maps. So this would help you compare the path leading to the same conversion goal or even measure the impact of optional funnel steps. It also includes a dash that's super, super easy to use. A major plus is that you don't have to create any events to track basic interactions like you would if you were using Google Analytics. For the actual split testing itself, I would recommend Optimizely. It's super easy to personalize touch points for this platform. They prioritize web speed as well, which is great because other A-B testing platforms can really slow your site down. So even if you're not a wizard coding, you can run tests on Optimizely. There's literally no dev required. So if you're using an advanced experiment type even, like you can do it yourself. It's so, so easy to set up. It's fantastic. Okay, great. Thank you. I haven't heard of some of those. I hadn't heard of Heap Analytics, but I have heard of Optimize and, well, Google Optimize and Optimizely, but Heap, yeah. is that that one? I'll have to look it up. Which one do you find that you use the most? Um, thing is, it's, they're obviously for different things. So it would be like Heap and Optimizely, because obviously, like I said, like Google is super, super limiting. It's good to, like to start off with if you've never used a platform before, mm -hmm. but the other two are definitely a lot better. <laughs> ah, well, thank you very much for bringing those up. Also, just for the listeners, we have actually written a blog post that lists all the CRO tools. Some of the ones, I have to say, not Heap, Heap's not on there, but mm. all the CRO tools that we recommend for different things. So you've mentioned some for split testing, but of some course. of these tools are also good for like the analysis before you even get to the testing phase. So yeah, um, I'll put a link to that in the description or wherever will be practical for this. Um, and then that brings us to an end. So a little, a short snippet today because it's a smaller topic, perhaps. Well, I don't know. Maybe you disagree. Short but sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much for your insights once again, Liliana. It's been great to have you, and I'm sure we'll speak to you again very soon. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Oh, thanks very much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.